The CDC has decided to open a file on Morgellons, a newly described dermopathy. How do the disease hunters plan to get to the bottom of this new malady? You're listening to ReachMD XM157, a channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Benson, your host. Our guest today is Dr. Michelle Pearson, an epidemiologist with the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. She is heading the effort to look into Morgellons. Thank you for joining us, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Well, I think for our audience who's never heard of this, I understand that Morgellons came from a 17th century description of some disease. Is that correct? That's correct. What disease was described in the 17th century and called Morgellons? Well, it's a little vague, but the patients described back then also had some fibers associated with this skin condition, and it wasn't clearly delineated what it was due to, but the index patient, if you will, mother, when she saw this non-healing ulcer on the lip of her child and noticed that there were some threads associated with it, sort of went back into the medical literature and lifted that term from back then to apply to what her son was experiencing. So was Morgellons the name of the disease or the name of the doctor in the 17th century who described it? It was the name of the condition. And so why did the CDC decide to investigate this disease? Well, simply put, we've been getting an increased number of inquiries, not only from those who believe they're affected with this condition, but also from medical providers and public health professionals. We've received approximately 1,200 such inquiries in the last year alone. And it's very clear that those who are affected with this condition are suffering. So we thought it was important to try to learn more about this condition, the factors that may be contributing to it. Perhaps no one knows the answer to this, but how many new diseases a year does the CDC to open a file on? Is that a common occurrence or is that an uncommon occurrence? I can't tell you an exact number, but it's not unusual. I mean, I think many of the conditions that we now know very well and can name, such as Legionnaire's disease, began, again, as an unexplained, in that case, respiratory illness among people at a convention. So it's not uncommon for uh, new or unexplained conditions to present with a group of patients complaining about certain things that they're affected with. So the government really does open new files on new diseases periodically. Oh, absolutely. And so how are you going to conduct your investigation? What questions are you asking and what are you looking for and how does this work? We're actually taking a fairly back-to-basics approach to this. There are some very fundamental things that we don't know about this condition, such as who's affected. Is it primarily male or female, young, old? Are there people from certain occupational groups that are more affected? And so we're gathering some very basic information about who's affected with this condition, what are their symptoms, are there factors that may be associated with it, and really trying to get some clues about the epidemiology of this condition. We'll be working collaboratively with Kaiser Permanente's Northern California Division of Research, as well as the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. And how will Kaiser help you? Well, Kaiser has a lot of attractive features. Firstly, Kaiser Permanente Northern California is located in what I would call a geographic hotspot. If we look at where many of the initial reports of these cases have come from, they began in three states, California, Texas, and Florida. Currently, there appear to be self-reported cases from all 50 states, 
Canada, Australia, as well as about seven European countries. And within California, there appears to be some clustering of the cases in the San Francisco Bay Area as well as the L.A. County area. So we wanted to go to an area where there may be a large number of cases. And Kaiser Permanente has some 3.4 million members representing about 30% of the population in the Bay Area. So we felt that this was an organization who could provide us really a large access to a large portion of the population. The other advantage to working with them is that they have electronic health records, which will allow us to do a very systematic or take a very systematic approach to case finding and also be able to look at the prevalence of this condition within a defined population. Do the patients have to give a consent or sign up for this study, or how does that work? Yes, we will work with Kaiser to identify through their databases patients who may be eligible for this study. They will be contacted and invited to enroll in the study. Participation in this study is completely voluntary, but we're hoping that those who have compatible sign and symptoms and may be eligible will agree to participate. If you have just joined us, you are listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Benson, and my guest today is Dr. Michelle Pearson, an epidemiologist with the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. We are discussing the Centers for Disease Control's efforts to investigate Morgellons, a new dermopathy. So if the patients sign up for the study, what do they do? Do they just release their records through Kaiser, or do they get more lab tests, or do they get biopsies? There are going to be two major components to this investigation. Those who are identified and eligible to participate, we will initially collect some very detailed information about their clinical signs and symptoms, things that appear to aggravate their condition, things that make their condition better, as well as gathering information on factors in and around them that might be contributing to their symptoms. In the second phase of the investigation, eligible participants will be invited to participate in a very detailed clinical evaluation. And that clinical evaluation will include a general medical examination, a dermatologic examination, which will include uh, skin biopsies and the collection of any fibers or foreign material that are present at the time of the exam. And they also will undergo a mental health evaluation to test them not only for possible psychiatric disorders, but also to test for any neurocognitive deficits, such as loss of memory, which many of these patients complain of. They'll also get a battery of laboratory tests to screen for certain common medical conditions that might have some of the manifestations that these patients complain of. The skin biopsies will be examined here at CDC by our infectious disease pathology group and also at the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology for a more general pathologic examination. Any foreign material that is collected from the patient's skin will also be sent to the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology to be better characterized to try to help us figure out what this material is and where it might be originating from. Do the patients get any cultures or any other infectious disease evaluation? 
any ulcers that appear to be purulent or draining will be cultured for um, routine bacterial and mycobacterial pathogens. We will also culture portions of the skin biopsy tissue for any evidence of infectious etiologies. And I imagine those skin biopsies will have a very wide-ranging culture condition. That is, will you be looking for organisms that haven't been described or are not common? We're going to look for the common things that occur commonly. So we will, first of all, look for those things that are common that may mimic, you know, or present in this type way. And we'll also look for some of the, at least in terms of skin biopsies, but in the patients, we'll also look for some of the more common infections that have been possibly causing or contributing to this condition. For example, patients will have serologies for Lyme disease. But this doesn't really resemble Lyme's though, does it? There are some features of this that are clearly distinctive from Lyme disease. The patients have a rash, which is common, but that has been one of the etiologic agents that has been speculated as possibly either causing or contributing to this condition. So it's something we want to look at a little bit more closely. What doctors are actually going to do the evaluations? Will it be the doctors that take care of these patients clinically, or will the epidemiologists fly to the patient's location, or will they be flown to CDC? How does that work? All of the examinations will be done at uh, Kaiser Permanente's Division of Research Clinical Facility in Oakland, California, and we will have a group of clinicians that have been brought on specifically to examine patients as part of this investigation. So it'll be a small group of doctors making these observations who have some special training. Exactly. And we will have special dermatologists doing the derm exams and obtaining the skin biopsies. We'll have a mental health professional doing the neurocognitive and neuropsychiatric evaluations. We'll have an internist doing the general medical examinations. Did the funding for this come directly from the CDC or the NIH or who's funding this? This is a CDC-funded investigation, and we awarded $338,000 to Kaiser Permanente to do the work associated with identifying the patients and doing the clinical evaluations. How many patients do you hope to enroll? We really don't know how many patients we're going to identify. We think this is a rare condition, but we're hoping to get at least 50 patients. But we will take as many patients into the study who are eligible. And if the patient lives in Texas, can they fly to California and get enrolled or not at this time? No, this study will be limited only to patients who are a member of Northern California Kaiser Permanente. That's the limits of the study, basically. That's the limits of the study. And again, that's important because we want to look at this in a defined population so we can actually try to come up with a rate to determine how common this condition is in a population. Well, you also have some additional peripheral background records on most of these patients. Absolutely. Also. That was another very attractive feature for doing this with an entity like Kaiser Permanente is that we have available longitudinal health records. You know, we have a rich repository of information about other health conditions and medications and the like that these patients may have. How long will the study run? We anticipate that this study will take at least 12 months to complete. We realize that the patients who are affected are anxious for answers, as are we. But to get all of these laboratory tests completed and the skin biopsies analyzed, we think it will take at least 12 months. Now, I know that this is an investigation study only, but what can you do for the patients in terms of treatment? How does that work? What if the patient wants treatment? That's a very good question. 
there really is no standard therapy for this condition at this point. So little is known about it, it's very difficult to formulate a treatment strategy. We will not be looking at treatment as part of this initial investigation. I think it's fair to say, and we realize that this investigation is a start, and we certainly won't be able to answer all of the questions, but I think we'll be able to provide some insight, not only for those who are affected, but for those who are providing care to the patients. I want to thank Dr. Michelle Pearson, an epidemiologist with the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. We have been discussing the Centers for Disease Control's efforts to investigate Morgellons, a new dermopathy. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Benson. You have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions through our website at ReachMD.com, which now features our entire medical show library in on-demand podcasts. Be safe. Be informed. Thank you for listening.